listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another interview here on Ambitious AF because it is Friday. We love Fridays because you all get to hear from ambitious women across the world. So, of course, we have another one for you, and soon we will be talking to Georgia. So she is an integrative nutrition health coach, along with many other things. So she's a blogger. She's also um, a core power yoga sculpt instructor, which is really cool, Uh, based in Texas, in Austin, Texas, which I love Austin. Um, And her business, which is Goodness with G, which is the cutest name ever because her name's Georgia. Goodness with G. I literally love your name. Um, and yeah, so we're going to hop on. We're going to talk all of, you know, the good things that we normally talk about. So Georgia, please give us your story. Let everyone know who you are, your business, and thank you so much for coming on. Amazing. Of course. I'm so excited to chat. I, like I was saying, I was just feel like these end up being such fun conversations and yeah. you chat about things like you don't typically do in normal conversations with people. So super excited to chat, but yeah, like, I think you kind of gave a great intro, obviously, Mm -hmm. like you said, um, I am an integrated nutrition health coach. Uh, I also have a health and wellness blog, which is goodness with G and I'm a core power yoga sculpt instructor. So a lot of different things, but they all kind of come together in a nice way. I think a lot of these different things that I do sort of complement each other in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess a little bit just about, you know, my backstory and how I got started in this industry and whatnot. Um, I actually graduated undergrad in 2018, so not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moved to Austin right after graduation and went into like right into a super corporate tech recruiting job at like a IT staffing firm, which I very quickly realized was not <laughs> what I wanted to do the rest of my life. Um, I always had been super, super interested and very passionate about health and wellness. And I knew that that's really the world that I wanted to be in. But I think like most new grads, you don't really know what you're doing and, and how, you know, really how to get into those fields sometimes without any experience. So anyway, I went into this very corporate job, very not happy. <laughs> you just kind of miserable in this kind of, it was a very like just life, sucking job. Um, and so I actually ended up leaving that job and went back to school. Um, so I went to grad school to get my MBA. And at that same time, that's really when I started blogging and I went back and became a, um, an instructor at core power and did all of these different things that really made me happy. Um, I kind of had this sort of 180 shift in mm-hmm. like my perspective and just my reality of, you know, what do I want to do with my life? And, you know, I had all these interests, like I said, in health and wellness, but I think I was kind of just too scared to really pursue them, um, whether that be blogging, teaching, whatever. Um, so I kind of just really challenged myself to, to pursue a lot of these mm-hmm. things. Um, and that's 
when I started my site, which is Goodness with G, and just started blogging for fun and creating recipes and blah, 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 um, which was a blast and was a great thing to do while I was in school and could kind of work on those things simultaneously. Um, and then I pretty quickly into that realized, I was like, I love this. And I'm getting so much of my additional time and energy um, into this you know, site and kind of this mm-hmm. side project that is really was for fun um, that I really started thinking about what can I do to, to make this my full-time job? I want mm-hmm. to do this full-time. I, it brings me joy. It doesn't feel like work. And I want to see how I can really make that my business. So um, I think that's kind of my experience through grad school is I realized that you know, I don't really want to go back and work for a company at all, whether it's a health and wellness, you know, company or not. Yeah. I think I realized I wanted to be my own boss and do my own thing. So um, that's what I really was introduced to. Uh, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is, I'm sure may- maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but pretty common in that you see a lot of um, IIN health coaches on Instagram and whatnot. Um, a lot of people blog and do those things kind of simultaneously. Okay. So I went back and got my Integrative Nutrition Health Coaching Certification, which was like a six-month process. I did their accelerated program and actually finished that up at the very end of August of the, mm-hmm. of last 2020, last year. Mm-hmm. And immediately started taking on clients. And so health coaching has been an additional kind of aspect to my business. And what I loved about it was it allowed me to, you know, translate a lot of what I was doing with blogging and Mm -hmm. talking about these wellness topics and creating recipes and whatnot, and then really applying those to my coaches or my clients rather their lives and Mm -hmm. being able to work with them one-on-one and obviously help people in a more hands-on way. So that's been a great way to, again, like I said, try to sort of translate that interest in health and wellness into something that could be a real full-time business. Yeah. So yeah, very long-winded response, but that's kind no, of how, that's I, awesome. how I got started and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, I think one of the biggest things that kind of struck me, um, because I started as a blogger, but totally different uh, industry, and yep. but that experience taught me more on not only blogging, but SEO, power of essentially the internet. And then I got, um, well, I pretty much just like fell in love and geeked out with the tech side of everything. So then that's kind of how I like started launching into coaching and building and all of that backend stuff. But I think the biggest point is like both of us with, with a lot of people, it's you just have to go after what you're passionate about, right? Like you started your blog and like you said, it was fun to do these recipes to blog about it. But hey, wait a minute. I couldn't I make this my career? Like couldn't I make this right? Like like going after your gut and just saying like, "Wait, I love doing this. It doesn't even feel like work. How can I make this my career?" For sure. Exactly. And I think that a lot of people have kind of those side passions and those mm-hmm. things they're interested in. And it can seem so overwhelming. Like, you know, how do I make that a real job or whatever? Mm-hmm. And if you're able to, to translate that somehow into a way to, you know, not to bottom line it, but to make money and to, yeah. you know, make a living yeah. off of what you love. Okay. Like it sounds so cliche and like, do what you love, yeah. you know, but it really <laughs> is true. Like I, you know, as, as you know, in your business too, like just being an entrepreneur and these types of things, like it's, in a lot of ways, harder and more work than right. having a traditional nine to five job. But sure. I mean, it, again, it's not so cliche, but it's so much more rewarding. Like yeah. I don't really mind if I work, you know, 
way later nights than I would with mm-hmm. the normal job, or mm-hmm. if I'm working on the weekends or I'm doing, you know, additional things and juggling a lot of different projects because it's stuff that I'm like, yeah, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I get to create recipes and I get to work with people on their health and their wellness yeah. and like see them grow. Like it's very fulfilling work. And I mean, whether that's health and wellness or whether that's technology or whatever, it doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, necessarily in my line of business to be fulfilling, but whatever that, you know, that feeling to you of, you know, if this would not feel like work, if I really yes. had to do this a lot of yeah. the time, then like, that's a great big green light. To, like, maybe we should figure out how <laughs> you can uh, translate that into something you can really make your yeah. living full yeah, time. Absolutely. Time. It may not be easy, but there are always, it's just getting creative and there's always kind of avenues to, to do that. You just have to just kind of figure it out. Yeah. And that takes a lot Absolutely. doing, but absolutely. And I, I think like, uh, it's, it's not as easy as people might think because of what they see, but just because it's not easy doesn't mean that it's not like fulfilling. Cause I think a lot of entrepreneurs, it's not that our nine to fives, um, I had some horrible nine to fives, but the one that was, uh, right before I like completely like left the corporate world was wasn't like that bad and um, maybe your tech that might have been bad going from like tech industry to food but it was like this lack of fulfillment like you know sitting behind the desk which I'm sure a lot of people feel and they're typing away or they're it's another meeting it's another office room it's another sales call and they're just like am I really going to be doing this the rest of my life right Oh, for sure. And I had that revelation like very clearly. I was like, is this really what my life is going yeah. to be? And probably way too dramatic too. But <laughs> I think I, and a lot of people, I don't know, everyone is so different. And that, you know, I was actually having a really interesting conversation with a friend recently who she's kind of having that sort of feeling in her job. Like, oh, I, this is not what I really want to be doing, but you know, I'm good at it. And I'm, you know, I'm successful. I don't totally hate it, but it's, you know, is this really what I want to do? And, mm-hmm. you know, I think through her journey is, you know, she thought maybe I want to go back and make a total career change. And mm-hmm. it, we've just been discussing this mm-hmm. over time. And she's like, you know, I think I've realized that it may be that that passion doesn't necessarily need to be my full-time job, mm-hmm. but I just morally want that to be more of a part of my life on the side. Like yeah. she's really interested in art, for example. So yeah. she I really want to, you know, do more of that. I think that will bring the joy to my life. Maybe it doesn't need to be my full-time job to be happy, mm-hmm. um, which I was like, that's great. Like that's your experience. And, you know, everyone finds that joy in different ways. But like, for me, my own journey was, you know, I found really quickly, I was like, I, for whatever reason, and just not one of those people that like my job, what I'm spending the majority of my time doing every day, all day, like has to be something that I enjoy. Yes. And I know that sounds again, so kind of duh, but meaning, you know, I, I hated the feeling of, you know, I have my life, like my outside of work, quote, yeah. unquote life, yeah. you know, my relationships and my friends and my, whatever, you know, all of these tasks I have to do to keep my life going. And then I have my job, yeah. you know, and those two themes seem so separate to me. Yes. Um, and it, it is like, it was very hard for me to like find that way to kind of enmesh those two things in a way that brought me joy. And so yeah. I think I kind of had to go find it, you know, what is that way that I can, make my life and my job kind of intermingle in a way that, you know, makes me feel good. I think for me, that was finding something that really brought me joy and, yeah. you know, working with other people and being in this health and wellness world, it was something that came so naturally to me. And kind of a lot of that sort of was what I was doing in my own life anyway, you know, reading this stuff and researching and making cooking or whatever. And if I was able to, you know, again, make my life and my job kind of one in the same, yeah. it, 
I would prefer that, but yeah. everyone's so different in how that looks for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah, I think, yeah, everyone's going to have a different, like, um, this is my reason. This is what I find fulfilling and everything, but I have two questions, um, outside of the ones that will probably cover, but they were just, they just kind of dawned on me. And the first one, yeah. which I, I'm sure everyone will love to know is how was that transition from corporate to like, holy crap, I'm living off of my own income that I have right. to generate for myself. Exactly. It is a tough, well, one, it's a tough to transition, but it's one of those things I'm continuing to just still kind of figure out and learn mm-hmm. over time. Like mm-hmm. uh, the biggest thing that pops out to me is just like the idea of like boundary setting of mm-hmm. like with your time and your energy and things like that. And something that I have to continue to remind myself because like, for example, you know, we sort of touched on this, but you know, when you have a normal nine to five job, like, Yes, it may not be the most fun activities, but you do get off, you know, at some point you go home and I guess it depends on what industry you're in, whether or not you have to, you know, continue to work or whatever, slash, maybe you're at home already working at home, but anyway, you know what I mean? In the normal world, yeah. You can log off and your day's over and then you have like your eve to do whatever you want. Um, Whereas, you know, I'm up, this is not a good thing probably, but like I'm staring at my computer screen until 9.30 every night. Like I, that's a boundary I need to be better at setting of like, creating stricter hours for myself of like, right. what does my day look like? Because that kind of, that feeling of you know, there's always something that I could be doing, mm-hmm. you know, working on my site, mm-hmm. responding to more emails, creating a new blog post, whatever, you know, all of these things, it, it never really ends. Right. And so that's a definitely a transition or just a, a difficult thing to kind of manage sometimes. And that feeling of like, I could always be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, effectively using your time and time management. And that's actually something, especially since, you know, I've just started to take on clients and, um, and have all these other things that I'm working on simultaneously, just figuring out, you know, the best way to like organize my schedule. I think that's been a big thing. And mm-hmm. again, it sounds very like minute, but, you know, just figuring out like, okay, what days do I need to block off mm-hmm. for, you know, just creative mm-hmm. like days, you know, yeah. to create blog posts or recipes or whatever and then have days with clients like it's just figuring out that schedule for yourself because no one's there to tell you this is what you're doing today yeah. or like you know you need this done like all very self-imposed which I love and that's the beauty of being you're like a small business owner or you know an entrepreneur is yeah. you make your own rules but it's also it's a double-edged sword there and that you have to hold yourself accountable and that could be one to do enough but also to not do too much so absolutely absolutely it, always a work in progress for me too. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And and I am the same way this year. I committed or I should say one of my goals um cuz I'm not really a resolution pe- person, I'm like a goals person. Yeah. And one of my same. goals is to like like you were saying, uh try to stop work at 7 or no later than 8. So I always say yeah. no later than 8, um which actually bring, brings me into my second question in regards to that um because you have to like, you know, still be present to those around you and I'm sure you also have friends who are still in 9 to 5 or maybe like family members, relationships whatever, but you have people in 9 to 5 and they're um you know, they start stop nine to five, uh, but then they're expecting you to do the same. So how, how do you, um, I guess also going back on boundaries to yourself, but how is it communicating with, uh, everyone else in your life that is still in that nine to five mentality? Right. Well, that's, that's actually a great question. I mean, I think the first thing is, and this would not be the same for necessarily every entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. but 
um, just by nature of, you know, what I do working with clients and, mm-hmm. you know, those are one-on-one clients and a lot of, I guess the, almost all of my clients have nine to five jobs. Yeah, and so, okay. you know, one little kind of asterisk there is that sometimes I am working, you know, I see clients in like the evening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, that can be tough, but it's also by, you know, it's just the nature of what I do. Like yeah. I have to be accommodating to their schedule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I often, it can be in calls until, you know, till the evening mm-hmm. or through the evening, mm-hmm. um, which is totally fine. It's not every night, but I think kind of back to your question, it's just, sometimes it's just reminding like my family or my friends or yeah. whatever, like I have different hours than you do. And, yeah. you know, I'm, it's just a really, it's interesting, you know, cause unlike this is just an example. Like, unlike my sister who has, she's in real estate, has a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom knows when to call her like early in the morning on her way to work <laughs> yeah. or like in the evening on her way home. And yeah. meanwhile, my mom calls me like at the most odd hours of the day yeah. because she's like, you're always free. You know, like <laughs> not really, you know, like she doesn't, my, I think sometimes people assume like in, you know, that being an entrepreneur, like, Oh my God, you have all this free time or right. you, know, you don't have things going on. Yeah. You're like, no, our obligations in our, it's just very different. Yes, um, absolutely. So it's just, you know, reminding people and kind of, yeah, again, setting those boundaries of like, this is when I have things going on. Like you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think sometimes just cutting myself some slack and being like, you don't need to work until nine o'clock right. at night, every night. Right. Like, that's not right. healthy. Right. That's not normal. Like giving myself, like, just like you said, you know, that kind of cutoff time of 8 PM or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, you know, that is when I really have to shut it off. And, um, like for example, my, my fiance, he has a normal, quote unquote, you know, nine to five job. Yeah, and yeah. so his evenings are free and my evenings are typically spent like continuing to catch up on stuff yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so that's something that, you know, I'm continuing to really work on is how can I be present with him when we're together in the evenings when that's our, to his time to like, we want to hang out and watch yeah. show or play yeah. dog or whatever. Um, and so it is definitely a balance and just trying to figure that out. But, um, I think it's two things is remind, you know, reminding people to, to cut you some slack right. and also cutting yourself some slack right, too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, different. Yeah. it's a challenge. It's a different way of living. So you kind of have to have to figure out how that works for you in your situation too. Yeah. Ab- yeah. And I, I think, um, cause I'm sure some of the listeners are either wanting to start a business or, uh, maybe they're they're in their beginning steps of starting a business and or maybe they are still nine to five, but they know people um, or maybe their spouse or whatever that is. Um, so it's always, I, at least in my opinion, it's always good to like hear how entrepreneurs are dealing with that because um, right. yeah, you, you have to like make those boundaries. You have, you're the only one that's saying like, okay, you're, you actually are technically working nine to five today, but here are all of the different things <laughs> that you're doing. It's not just right, like a, right. you know, same paperwork. It's like interview it's calls, exactly. coaching calls. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think you said it so well early, like, earlier on too, that, and I get this, you know, all the time. And I even found myself, find myself following into this about other people, like in the same space as me, like, mm. especially on social media, you think that, you know, you see everyone else that's, you know, a blogger or, you know, an entrepreneur of any sort, like really what you see is again, so overused, but like the kind of highlight, highlight yeah. reel of yeah. social media, of Instagram, yeah. whatever. Um, and you see all like the fun things that they're doing, like, oh, they're getting coffee with friends yeah, or they're yeah. like, you know. <laughs> making cookies at 2 p.m. or, you know, doing all the whatever and you know, things that look so, you know, fun and sexy from the outside. But I think yeah. that really what we can all forget is that there is so much more mm-hmm. that goes on behind the scenes. And obviously we're all showing the fun stuff because that's what's fun to watch, look at. Right, but right. You know, the hours spent like responding to emails or figuring out your website on the back end or, right, you know, right. 
dealing with clients that are difficult or whatever, right. you know, Absolutely. creating programs. Like that's the kind of stuff that, you know, the hours and hours and hours you've spent staring at your computer or yep. frustrated about something like that's, you know, the stuff that I think a lot of people don't really remember too about like, you know, starting your own business. Like yeah. there's so many more factors to it than we might think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think, um, it's like, it's, it's always, I'm always, I'm a firm believer if you're passionate enough in something and it's like really what motivates you to get up and like go slay the day. I do think you can build some type of business or maybe it could be a a half a business and then into something else. Um, but you can't just like poof one day, <laughs> quit everything and start. Right. Like you have to have a plan because you have exactly. to realize like when you're going to work, how you're going to work, how you're going to build this. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I think it's that you can't just like yeah, up and quit your job. And be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Make this now. Like, well, typically those things take a long time yeah. to, to build. And so that was, you know, whether it's starting that side project or whatever yeah. while you're working yeah. and then, you know, building that up to a point where like, okay, I can actually really go do this full time. Mm-hmm. Or like for me, that was really like, while I was in graduate school, I kind of started this and was building that plan Mm -hmm. simultaneously to being in school. So again, it looks different for everyone else. And I mean, I remember my parents telling me like when I was quitting this job and was like, I need, you know, want to go do something else. You know, they were like, we do not care what your plan is, but you have to have a plan. Like that plan can change 16 times, but you have to have something that you're working towards. You need to make like, make that work. So whether that's going back to school or starting a side project or whatever, like, do it but you know yeah you do have to have like a plan of attack oh yeah absolutely it's supposed to change it will never be it's not a linear thing but yeah gotta make a little bit of like an exit strategy yeah absolutely 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 but still go for it no matter what but and I, I always think like a side hustle I always think that's good to start anyways because even if you are super passionate about something you have to see what fits in the market um because Right. It, it might not be that your idea is bad. It just might be the way you're presenting it isn't how the market is going to perceive it to want to sign up and obviously engage with it. So um, I think it's, you know, figuring all of that kind of stuff out. Um, and I, I'm actually a firm believer in, you know, hiring someone when you do need that help. Um in any aspect, right? It's like life coach, you can have accountability coach, you can have online business, backend systems, like the whole thing, health coach, inspirational, motivational coach. Um, But having someone there who's kind of gone through a process and then you hire on to mentor you throughout this process, it always like makes things a lot easier. I'm all, I'm all about like having your team of people that are kind yeah. of helping you figure people out. Like I've gone, I've had so many people help me just along the road of, yeah. and still do, you know, like how, yeah, what is, what do I want my business to be? How do I figure all this stuff out? Like I'm, I definitely have had, you know, asked for a lot of help. And I think that's part of the reason why I, you know, wanted to go into the field, like I said, I'm in is mm. I felt like I had so many people guiding me and supporting me along the way. Um, and I, I still do that. I kind of enjoyed that and felt like I, I'm kind of giving that back to a lot of my clients yeah. in, in different ways, but um, it's more obviously health related than business. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I always tell them, I'm like, I'm, it's one more member of your like quote unquote team of yeah. people that are your support system of, you know, helping you get to that like healthiest, happiest place, whatever that absolutely. looks like. Absolutely. Um, oh yeah. And I even but more like on a business sense, I mean, I'm kind of there in that I'm like, Ooh, maybe I do need to hire on some sort of, you know, assistant or an intern or something mm-hmm. like I, I'm, 
I'm not always the best about asking for help in some ways. And yeah. you know, especially as an entrepreneur, I'm sure you find yourself like, you know, I, I can do it do all. <laughs> I can do it all. I must do everything myself. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm getting to a point where it's like, ooh, maybe I do need a little bit of Absolutely. help. So that's even a reminder myself that it's okay to delegate. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's good. That's a good thing. So that's sort of the direction we're going. I need to yeah. figure yeah. that out. I feel like you and I are very similar because this year that was another one of my goals is to delegate more, uh, to be more of like the CEO uh, now that I'm growing so much and then I can delegate the tasks out that I just, I don't have to do them anymore, Um, uh, which is always an exciting part in the journey because you have to force your mind to say, you know, give this to someone else. (laughs) You can let go. Oh yeah. And I just, oh, I'm so bad at that too. I'm like, I have to have control. I mean, cause I'm not a control freak or anything, but I was like, I must do everything myself. Yeah. And so no, I'm like, no, I need to stop being a control freak and just allow someone else to help yeah. me out. And yeah. I know I think that that's something I'm, that's the kind of the, one of the next hurdles. Like, yeah. For me this year too, is just being able to be more efficient mm-hmm. of and, and all of these different things that I do. There's so many, just like I said earlier, like just kind of those tedious little, like, you know, things on the back mm-hmm. end of like, just, you know, in a variety of ways in any small business that I'm like, okay, I could probably delegate this to someone yeah, else and let, yeah. allow me to focus on building new programs mm-hmm. on creating, mm-hmm. you know, new eBooks mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, so I could, you know, continue to move my business down the road. So yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a goal of mine for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think everyone always goes through those phases. So everyone listening, right. it's something like, that you should get super excited for because at that point it's like you know you you know that you've created this success um, because all of us started with just an idea and we just trusted in ourselves uh, mainly ourselves 100% and then anyone else who backed us as well takes part in that but now that we have proven the system in a way right and we've We've been able to replace our income, live off of it, right? It, it's like sustaining our entire lives. Um, right. So now you get to look forward to, okay, I want well, to live that entrepreneurial life. So I am delegating more. So I get my time back. Um, but there's so right. much like people, and, and this is just life in general. You've got to work for it. You can't just like snap your fingers and magic happens. It'll happen, but you got to work for the magic to happen. <laughs> Well, yeah, like you do really do. Like it's, yeah. it's definitely, and kind of like we we're saying earlier, it looks, it looks so kind of like sexy from the outside. Yeah. And it is a lot of ways, like there are so many benefits of like being your own boss and like not having to go into an office and whatever. But um, I think, yeah, a lot of times like the hustle part of it is not, you know, p- people don't re- maybe recognize like how much hard work it really mm-hmm. is to build something from an idea. Um, but it is exciting. And, you know, I think sometimes you think like, oh, once I get, you know, that established or I'm taking on clients, then I'll be like, done. Like I'm successful. And like, yeah. no, then you get here and you're like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Like, what else, you know, what's the next thing I need to be doing? Like there's yeah. always something next, yeah. but, uh, it's, it's so fun. It's I yeah, know. but it's a lot of work. It's I know. a lot of energy and time. I know. I know. Um, I know, which, which definitely leads to, um, probably one of my favorite, actually, I, I think, I think this one's probably my favorite just because of everyone's different responses. But then the one right. after the lead up one uh, after this one's always a good one too. But um, I find almost, well, all the women that I have on this podcast interviewing, everyone is incredibly ambitious, but it's amazing to hear how they perceive ambition um, right. because even like they perceive it different than I do. And I started this podcast because 
of the word ambition. And I kind of want to like change the Google <laughs> definition and, right. and right, make it more positive. Like an ambitious person has goals and yes, they're successful, but it's like successful in all areas of life, but they also have to work towards it. So for you, when you hear the word ambition, or if you consider yourself an ambitious person, what does that really mean to you? Right. Well, I think like you said, I'm sure I thought I probably should Google this to see what comes out like the dictionary yeah. definition. But I mean, I think so often, especially with women too, it's like, when you mm. think of ambition, it's like making a lot of money and, or, you know, and like climbing up the corporate ladder. And like, mm. that's not really, obviously that was not necessarily the path for me or that's not my definition considering I did not take that path in any way. Um, I think for me, when I'm just kind of thinking about like ambition and kind of my past, you know, few years of getting to where mm-hmm. I am now. I think the biggest part of that is like putting yourself out there and like doing very uncomfortable things, like mm. in order to like, in order to live in a way that's true to you. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of very unintentionally. I think that I didn't really even realize the path that I was taking until I was in it kind of, I was like, yeah. Oh wow, I'm living in a way that's much more true to me. And then that kind of, I don't know, I think tapping into that ambitious part of me really mm-hmm. took like getting very uncomfortable and doing things that I, you know, was a, afraid of in a lot of ways, but then therefore has made me the most successful. Um, and you know, think of able to do that or in order to do that, you kind of have to figure out like, what does success look like for me? Like what does, you know, Mm -hmm. what would be like being true to myself in that life really Mm -hmm. look like for me? And then having, having that ambition to like take those steps to actually live that way. Um, and so that was kind of for my personal example, you know, quitting my job and going and pursuing a field that I, loved, but I had no idea where I fit in there. You know, I was like, I'm going to go figure it out. And, you know, I was very scared. I'm like, Oh my God, what are people going to say? Like, people Mm -hmm. think this is weird that I'm like starting a blog and (laughs) like, you know, that I'm not taking a conventional route and things like that. And so I think it's kind of also choosing, like, am I going to be more true to myself or take, you know, the easy route? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So Mm -hmm. I think ambition can be, I was so unique too. I think it really just it also depends on what success and what happiness looks like yeah. to you individually too. Yeah. 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 I was actually just talking about that, um, to another girl and I was, um, I'm a big, well, I'm a big snowboarder and, um, the X games are on this weekend and I was kind of using the example, like their ambition is 1000% different than mine because I'm right. like, building my business based on clients. So I'm client facing versus they build their income um, based on like influence, their influencers, essentially they get sponsors, but not only that, they have to jump off jumps and 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 go so fast and put their life at risk in order to like prove they're the best. So their ambition is like totally different than mine, Um, but we both have it. Like we both have um, that word and that feeling. It just means different things to us. Um, So I always love hearing those responses. Yeah, that's actually so interesting. I'd love to, I need to go back and listen to like what everyone else's response is. Cause I'm sure, yeah, everyone has a different kind of definition, but cause yeah, whether you're like, I want to be, you know, in the health and wellness field or I want to be a snowboarder or whatever, yeah. like it's very different in how that looks for you. But it's, yeah, it's that same like intangible feeling, yes, I guess. Of absolutely. What would success look yep. like for me? Like what's driving me? I absolutely. Think. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause I, and I think, cause I, I have a lot of coaches, um, healers, spirit, spiritual people, um, and creators on here and they they're all like different answers in regards to 
um, I guess like different adjectives that they associate ambition with, but it still comes down to like owning yourself and doing this for yourself and reaching that peak performance, whatever that is. Um, and just like living that happy, happy life, like everyone, and, and doesn't necessarily mean tons of money. It doesn't necessarily mean you start a business. Um, you can be totally happy in a corporate job, but it's just finding that happy, perfect life because it can exist. It totally can. (laughs) Right. For sure. Exactly. Like that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go, yeah, be an entrepreneur. It just means like it could be that corporate job. Like this, I was at is where people want to exert that ambition. It just, it's really, I think, taking the time and like doing a lot of introspection of yeah. like, what, what do I want my life to look like? What, like, what would yep. success look like for me? Um, which I don't think a lot of people really do. Yeah, you know, we're not they taught, don't. Like, sit down and really think about it that way. So yeah, I know. I, just, I know. I think um, kind of, well, whether you believe or want to meditate or visualize, I think those two are like the best way to just tap into uh, what you really want your life to look like. Um, which leads me to our, to our final question, I guess, final question. Um, and that would be, you know, what is that piece of advice that you have for people who don't feel fulfilled um, and right. they want to reach more, but they just don't know how to? What's that piece of right. advice you have? We kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I mean, I think my biggest piece of advice would be to to really figure out and obviously do again, kind of the introspection we were talking about as to what, you know, your passion is and what your purpose is Mm -hmm. and how you can find a way to really enmesh those two things into a life that suits both. Mm -hmm. Um, Because honestly, passion and purpose are very different. Um, I know we kind of touched on passion earlier where that's like, it's more of a, you know, it's like an emotion, you know, what brings us joy and pleasure and, you know, whether that's cooking or that's, you know, technology or whatever, you know, what are we passionate about? Mm-hmm. And then also thinking about, you know, but what is like my purpose? Like, how can mm-hmm. I typically that's like giving back to other people or, you know, providing value of some sort. Um, and so I think those are two key things that are kind of like key ingredients to like a successful life and mm-hmm. a successful business, mm-hmm. especially. Um, so for my example, you know, like I said, I was passionate about health and wellness, about nutrition and about, you know, like just wellness in general, whether that's, you know, the emotional wellness or, you know, with meditation and with all of different factors. Um, so kind of health and wellness was something that I was always really passionate about for myself and was researching and thought was really, um, you know, important to me. And then also figuring out, you know, I think my biggest, the hardest part for me was figuring out, okay, what is my purpose though? And how can Mm -hmm. I take that passion Mm -hmm. and translate it into something that again is, helpful to other people and not just myself. Um, And that's really where this is just an example, but like coaching came in and I was able to, to give back to other people, you know, via health and wellness, you know, in coaching. So anyway, you know, I think that's kind of a good way for to break it down is like, what am I passionate about? How could that translate into a purpose? And then therefore that that kind of like illuminates a lot of ways, like, Ooh, I could do this with that. I could, you know, there's a bunch of different ways you could go. So I think those are the two, like I said, kind of two key ingredients and a great, you know, just thing to keep in mind for anyone that's wanting to figure out like, what is my purpose? What is it? Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I love that. I love, um, well, whiteboards and just like brain dumping it, right. Just 
right? Anything. It could be the stupidest thing that, but it could literally result into this amazing purpose-driven life and think of all the people you could impact because of that. (laughs) You never know. You literally never know. This world, thanks to the internet, thanks to society and thanks to economy and growth, like there's so many possibilities. Oh, for sure. And I mean, it's, in a lot of weird ways too, like the whole quarantine working from home thing, yes. like it provides a lot of, obviously a lot of challenges and myriad ways, but in a lot of ways it does provide a lot of opportunity for like new types of businesses and two new types of, you know, products or whatever that are like, you know, now fitting for what's going on in the world. So it does, like you said, yeah, it provides a lot of opportunity that perhaps wasn't there before. So it's a good time to like capitalize on yeah. how can I make this work for me? So Absolutely. I know. Yep. Live in the present. This was an awesome episode. (laughs) I feel like people are going to get so much value out of it. But before we wrap up, wrap up, um, please tell people where they can find you and or reach out to connect with you. Awesome. So like I said earlier, goodness with G is my site, goodnesswithg.com. My Instagram is also at goodnesswithg. Um, And on my site, I guess, and my Instagram, you can find all the information about health coaching and my yoga sculpt classes are on there. The recipes and stuff are on my site. So that kind of has all the information that you need, um, about me. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Georgia, for coming on. Yes, I know. And I, I hope everyone listening, um, you're just eager to go find your passion and your purpose. Cause I think that was the biggest takeaway from this episode. So go after it. it. (laughs) Do you have anything, anything else? before we sign off no this just always gives me so jazzed too. oh yeah I think like I, know. I, t- I walk out I'm like yes I'm like like my battery is charged yeah for like work and I do know. all of these things I'm the same way <laughs> I know you. I'm like yes let's go slay the day so everyone listening <laughs> go slay the day <laughs> thank you Georgia it. and thank you everyone for listening I'll talk to you all soon see ya Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.